Psychosis, Part 1, Coming to Canada, Chapter 1. There are three types of people in this world, creators, spectators, and the clueless. Creators create their own reality, bending the laws of the universe to create the world that they want to see and live the life they want to live. They are the ones who make things happen. Spectators, on the other hand, are watchers. They see the creators, and they watch on with envy. They wish they could create. They wish they could change their world and create a new life for themselves, but they don't. Instead, they watch. They spectate. They dream, and they make comments, like people on the sidelines who never pick up the balls of their life. And then we have the clueless. Those who live life on the Isles of Blissful Ignorance. Too uninformed and uninspired to notice the game that the creators play. The game the spectators watch. They simply go through life, blinded by ignorance. Floating through their days with no purpose, vision, or direction. They live, breathe, eat, sleep, grow old, and die. Without doing or even knowing. They flow with the wind, and when they die, they vanish with it. As a very young kid, I was a spectator. I saw the world. I understood the different realities around me. I observed the game that the creators played, and promised myself that I wouldn't spectate forever. I promised myself that as soon as possible, I would be on the field, playing the game and fighting the battle to create the perfect life for myself and the people I cared about. After discovering the game of life, the category of humans, and what I wanted to be, one question sprung up in my mind, and that question was a three-letter word that plagues all spectators, barring them from transforming from spectator to creator. The question was, how? How do I create my own world and rule it? How do I grasp the vast amount of resources that the rich and powerful wield with ease and employ them to provide a good life for both myself and my family? The answers were in the lives of the creators I saw around me, and the two options that were most obvious to me as a little kid living in a poor neighborhood were the game or the game. The game of basketball was called the game because it was the most popular sport in my community and the nasty business of selling crack rock was also called the game, for reasons somewhat complicated. However, both the game of basketball and the game of dealing drugs were unavailable to me. I didn't have a wicked jump shot that could make me a world-class player. At best, I was going to end up as a mid-level local champion who never made it to the professional league, and probably ended up serving as a coach in a community school. That wasn't the life I wanted. I didn't want a good enough career. I wanted a great one. As for the game of selling crack rock, well, my reasons for dismissing the idea are very obvious. Even as a kid, I could see the lives of drug dealers, and I knew that I didn't want that life for myself. Running from the cops, getting shot at or killed, and ruining other people's lives wasn't what I wanted to do with my life. It wasn't a path to my vision but a path to doom. Without prospects in basketball or a willingness to go into the drug game, 
I was left with no visible choices, and I found myself stuck as a spectator, unable to answer the question of how. However, I wasn't going to remain a spectator for long, and I soon found the answers I needed to become a creator who made things happen. Nevertheless, to understand my answer to the question, it is imperative that I take you through the journey that led me to it. For only those who make the trip can fully appreciate the destination of enlightenment. My childhood was quite special. While I was not privileged with the good things of life, I was blessed with a precious perspective that made it easy for me to see the world for what it was, and to understand the intricacies of the relationships between the different classes and races in my society. My name is Philippe. My friends in the neighborhood call me Flipper because they would say that I have small teeth that remind them of a dolphin. I was born in Haiti and moved to Canada at the age of six. My family settled into a public housing project, and it was while living there that I got a true grasp of the impecunious state that we were existing in. I was young, very young, but not young enough to be oblivious to the signs that things were wrong. Before moving to Canada, eating cereal at night seemed normal to me. However, Canada opened my eyes to see that the things I considered normal were actually both abnormal and unfortunate. The entire neighborhood was thrust into the trenches of poverty. However, my family seemed to be at the bottom of the barrel, surviving in the lowest circle of the hellish neighborhood that we lived in. <laughs> 